Welcome back into Ion Houston. I am Sean Pendergast, one third of the Triple Threat that you can hear on Sports Radio 610, 2 to 6, Monday through Friday. Always great to be on Ion Houston and always great to highlight issues in our community and certainly in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, affordable housing has been a major issue. It's been a major issue in Houston long before Hurricane Harvey, but that has certainly exacerbated the issue. And joining me right now to talk about that issue is the president and CEO of Make Room USA. You can find the website makeroomusa.org. Ali Solis joining me right now on Ion Houston. Ali, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks so much for having us on. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And I guess before we get into the affordable housing issue, for those who haven't heard of Make Room USA, um, give us the, you know, kind of the elevator talk of, of exactly what Make Room USA is. Make Room USA was launched in 2015, and we are a national um, awareness and advocacy organization that is really giving voice to the 25 million struggling Americans all across the country who are f- having to pay more than half of their income uh, on rent. We're talking, we're, we're trying to advocate for better solutions and policies, and really we're sharing the stories of these families through an online digital platform, helping them to become more civically engaged. And I guess as we get into this, what's you mentioned just a statistic right there? Americans who are spending more than half their income on uh, on housing. In terms of affordable housing and housing being inaffordable, what are the main causes of that uh, around the country? Yeah, it's a good question. The question about, you know, how did we get here uh, with such a housing affordability challenge? And it's really fourfold, I would say. First is the rising demand, uh, the, the rising demand for rental housing, uh, declining homeownership after the foreclosure crisis, coupled with a tighter mortgage lending standards um, uh, market that we find ourselves in, means that there's a much higher uh, need for rental housing options and solutions. Um, the second is the lack of sufficient support Apply, particularly for those most vulnerable, uh, lower income and working families. There just merely aren't enough apartment homes uh, to meet the need. Uh, the third has been one of the main reasons why Make Room was created, and that is the lack of national awareness, which has meant uh, lack of uh, political attention to this issue, um, budget cuts and other issues. You know, we haven't seen housing as, a, as an issue that has uh, been brought up in any of the national elections uh, and is just just now starting to really impact, um, you know, local communities where mayors are having to figure out solutions to this issue. And the last I would say is uh, one of stagnant incomes. So um, as rents are rising, we're seeing that a typical renter's income has fallen significantly uh, over the past decade when adjusted for inflation. So those are the four areas, rising demand, lack of sufficient supply, lack of national attention to this issue, and stagnant incomes. Yeah, it's like an economics lesson right there. It really is. Uh, and yeah, it's you know just all the the perfect storm of all those negative trends, and of course here in Houston, I was surprised when I I was reading in some of the material that you guys have that even prior to Harvey, and we can talk about Harvey's effect in a second, but even prior to Harvey, that this was a big issue in Houston because generally Houston is thought as a market that people in in the Northeast and on the West Coast kind of go to because the cost of living and the cost of housing is thought to be a whole lot less down here. But this is a big issue in Houston right now and has been for a long time, isn't it? 
That's exactly right. And when you couple the transportation costs associated with having to live further and further away, um, so the you know the inability to find an affordable apartment in the Houston metro area means you've got to push further out, which adds to the burdens of you know already stressed financial incomes of of working families. And this has been an issue for for many years um, that that most um, folks living in the Houston metro area aren't aware is a problem. Uh, but but increasingly, you know, there's a there's a current shortage for uh, the very low-income families of almost 200,000 apartments um, for the Woodland, Sugarland, you know, Houston metro area. So that means anybody that's earning below the 50% of area median income. So think about your service workers, your teachers. Um, there's a 200,000 uh, shortage of, of affordable homes for those populations. Yeah, and, and we just mentioned Harvey. What what was the Harvey effect on Houston's dynamic when it comes to affordable housing? Obviously, a very negative effect, but have we been able to quantify what that all is? You know, I don't think we've got all the right statistics yet on the overall impact, particularly the long-term impact. We know that, you know, um, hundreds and hundreds of families are still, uh, you know, displaced from their homes, and, and uh, hopefully now that federal resources are, are becoming, uh, you know, coming down the pike more clearly, the, those shorter-term um, housing uh, problems will be will be addressed. But for the, you know, most vulnerable populations, those are the ones that are, were hardest hit in some in some communities, we're also in the where the floodplains, you know, where where the, the affordable apartments were demolished. So, uh, we're seeing, you know, the the impacts. Obviously, the hurricane doesn't uh, doesn't care about your race or your income. It it comes through and sort of hits us all. This is a community that was impacted at every level of income. But for our seniors, for our more vulnerable populations who have been living in older homes or, um, you know, homes that may not have the same infrastructure of some of the newly constructed homes. Those are where we're seeing the real devastation, and sadly, that's you know often the most vulnerable uh, in our in our communities. Ali Solis is the president and CEO of Make Room USA, and she's joining me on Ion Houston. I want to get to some of the broader issues with affordable housing in just a second, but while we're on Houston, Ali, um, the good news for Houstonians, if you're listening now, especially if you're listening and you've been affected by the affordable housing issue, is that um, the city, the mayor, uh, are making very specific efforts to address it, including an event that you guys held in Houston earlier this week. That's right. So one of the things that we do is try to bring um, uh, journalists from all different aspects of the media into different communities um, to not just identify and talk about the, the challenge of affordability, but also really connect them to solutions that are on the ground. And often we do peer-to-peer learning from you know different cities where we bring in experts to talk about how, for example, they uh, led a rebuilding effort after a, a disaster or a storm uh, like has devastated this community. And so, um, yes, we were just in Houston uh, this week, early this week, uh, hosting um, journalists from the entire region and local leaders that were talking about uh, those kind of solutions on the ground for addressing the most vulnerable, those that are sort of homeless and, and finding new ways to get them into uh, housing first house, homes with supportive housing and, and services options to those uh, middle class and, and moderate income workers. Uh, we heard from the uh, local chamber 
about, you know, ways that they're uh, also trying to find new mechanisms to address um, uh, higher paying jobs for lower income uh, workforce and, and thinking about workforce options that will allow folks to potentially uh, get into some, some higher paying kind of wages. So it was really the gamut of housing affordability and to go back to the, you know, what caused some of these problems also, the, the root cause, but also talking about what are some of those solutions. Yeah, and I, I guess from a broader standpoint, the role of government in this, I know there's been some recent good news and you guys have made some headway on that front. Can you speak to the role of government and that good news that you got recently? Absolutely. And Make Room really is about, you know, identifying solutions that involve both the public and the private sector. And so, you know, we are we are um, supporting those kinds of provisions that address this issue. And thankfully, just earlier this uh, weekend, um, the president signed into law an omnibus spending package. That's the way the federal government uh, funds its programs. And for fiscal year 2018, uh, we saw some uh, final uh, support and help for affordable housing. We've been working with a bipartisan uh, group of members of Congress, uh, both in the Senate and in the House, uh, led by Senator Orrin Hatch from Utah and Senator Maria Cantwell from Washington State and Congressman Curbelo from the Miami, Florida area and uh, Congressman Neal from New York. So both Republicans and Democrats working to expand a program called the Low Income Housing Tax Credit, which is uh, by far the, the program that allows the biggest production of affordable apartments across the country. And that got an increase at a time when we haven't really seen an investment at the federal level for a long time. We're, we're getting a 12.5 increase in that housing credit over the next four years. So that was a big win. It also has a provision that in, encourages um, uh, flexibility so that you're able to create more mixed income communities. That is where lower income workers and families can be living alongside you know, moderate income families uh, as well. Yeah, I want to ask you about that because look, affordable housing, even if you you live in a great neighborhood and you can afford the house that you live in or that you're renting, um, when there is a, an area of your community that's experiencing stress or distress, uh, there's a ripple effect on everybody. Can you speak to what the, the ripple effects are in a community when there are areas that, that struggle with this affordable housing issue? It's a great question. And, you know, one of the things that we we know uh, is that, you know, financial stress is the number one social determinant of health in our country. So when you think about a public uh, health epidemic, they often, doctors talk about the social determinants of health. Well, if financial stress is the largest social determinant of, of, of a good, you know, solid public health system, and we have one in four uh, renters in America that are literally living paycheck to paycheck and unsure whether they're going to be able to stay in their homes, um, um, we have a real problem in this country, and it's not just impacting those families. The rippling, those families that are directly impacted, there is a much broader impact on the economy overall. So we often talk about what is the cost, what is it costing us as a nation, as a society, by, by not addressing this problem? Well, it's certainly costing us from a health standpoint with uh, this financial stress causing mental health illnesses, uh, long-term challenges for the children and the future generations. You know, we were just discussing Many of these kids are having to move three and four times throughout a school year uh, to try to find a cheaper apartment. Well, clearly that child's uh, educational attainment level is impacted, but so is the child next to him in the classroom who's having to wait while, you know, Johnny or Susie gets up to speed because she has to move four times in one year. So I think the rippling impacts of these issues um, really are, are far and wide, and we need to be thinking about them not just as 
housing-related issues, but more about, you know, what is what do we want for a healthy, thriving Houston community? And, you know, that means where we've got everybody living in, in, a, in a home that they can afford that's accessible to a job that they that is, you know, p- providing them a livable wage, and uh, that will help us all uh, be, a, be a better, stronger America. Wow, really good insight. Ali Solis, President and CEO of Make Room USA. Ali, if people want to go learn more about Make Room USA, how can they do that? Well, you can go to our website, makeroomusa.org. Uh, we'd love for you to follow us at um, Make Room USA on um, either on Facebook or on Twitter. And the other thing, and the most important thing, Sean, that they could do is join. We join our network. We've created an online digital platform that encourages people to share their stories, learn, you know, meet other neighbors that are struggling, and also have access to resources through our digital platform. And you can access that through our website at MakeRoomUSA.org. Uh, join our our network and our platform. We'll share information but also you'll be helping by sharing your story about this challenge. We connect directly to policymakers, and we have a gamified system, so we'll give you we reward points for people engaging and sharing their stories with their local policymakers um, and with their members of Congress. And uh, in turn, we give points to members of Congress when they're introducing legislation or going on a tour of a local development. Um, it's really trying to change the conversation around the issue of housing attainability and affordability. Really good stuff. Make MakeRoomUSA.org is the website. Ali Solis is the president and CEO. Ali, I enjoyed that conversation. Really appreciate the insight, as I'm sure our listeners do as well. And uh, best of luck with everything. Thanks so much for having us, Sean. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Ali Solis, president and CEO of MakeRoomUSA, MakeRoomUSA.org. More Eye on Houston after this.